0: Day. Yeah, the sun is out. Not. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> the sun is hiding on this beautiful, this melancholy day. We're recording this. Yeah. And you were listening to this on a Thursday, which is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Mm. Who, who do you love, uh, co host John?
0: Well, of course. I love my wife. I love my daughter. I love my dog, Jack. <sighs> They're all important. All of them are important. That's good. And you know if you what had else? to rank them. Oh, <laughs> I'm <was> kidding. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> Not doing that. You know what else I love? What? Spending time with you, buddy. Oh. And I love coffee.
1: Yes, I sure love my coffee.
0: And I love vinyl. Yeah. And I'm looking at your collection, and I'm looking at it, and I, all I can think is, wow, I'm mighty jealous. <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there's quite a bunch.
0: Yeah, so... What have you gotten recently? Because honestly, I swear every time I come over here, and that's pretty much all the time, I swear I see new records.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, let's see what we got here. Um...
0: Yeah, see, see, that's how you know you've got a lot of records when you can't even say off the top of your head what <laughs> records you've gotten.
1: I got my Vinyl Me Police shipment that I have not opened yet because I just haven't had time to listen to it yet. But it's uh-huh. got the... Um, what is a van morrison record in okay there? so that's gonna be exciting um
0: not moon dance right what's the one
1: no it's one of his other albums that's supposed to be like the best one i never got into van morrison so it'll be interesting to listen to that mm-hmm. um i think i got mike kroll's power chords up there okay somewhere. power chords um currently on there is the broken social scene record i really like the art so it's on display
0: oh okay yeah, yeah. good stuff good good stuff i'm excited for you to listen to that flying lotus record too cosmogramma yes yes, that too i have the regular edition on vinyl and it sounds really good warp doesn't mess around when it comes to the pressings
1: and we don't mess around here on g4d
0: aka grounds for discussion.
1: discussion whoa mixed it up a bit
0: yeah just a bit
1: you know john besides my girlfriend my family my records my guitars and other various things in my life i love this podcast Aww. and i love you Aww. and i love our fans too and how fitting for a beautiful valentine's day we have <laughs> a fan of the week this comes from uh with title that voice dot, dot, dot a five-star review oh adam's voice is just so amazingly sexy dot 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 well <laughs> Sickbra, i'm a taken man but I appreciate and I'm humbled by your comments.
0: <laughs> and it is not either of us <laughs> who have left that comment. And uh, a belated Devine.
1: happy birthday to the good sir who I think did this.
0: Oh, oh, he hasn't admitted it yet.
1: I, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I put on my uh, Sherlock Holmes hat for this one. <laughs> I, I still can't figure out who that GK Miller 15 guy is. but
0: Yeah, that, that'll forever be a mystery.
1: I think so too, you know. It it could be him in disguise, honestly.
0: I don't think we'll ever know.
1: I don't think so either.
0: It's it's just it's it's a Twilight Zone mystery, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I can tell you what's not a mystery though. We were mm-hmm. featured on a podcast called Somewhat Creative, which weirdly the guy we know, Kyle, hosts, and I, I don't think they're related or at all, right?
0: Yeah, his last name's Miller, right? Yeah, I think okay, so. all right. Yeah, no, it can't, it can't be the same guy. No, not at all. No, not at all. It's not possible.
1: No. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's Valentine's Day, and you know what I also love? What do you love, Adam? I love when people take the Beatles' music and just make it their own (laughs) and like cover it, or it's portrayed in media, or it's not the original people singing it. God, I just love it.
0: All I need is (laughs) less movies about the Beatles, unless the Beatles are actually in it. Yes, yesterday. I shared yesterday. this with Adam yesterday. And I'm
1: pretty sure as well, we talked about this on a podcast. We did. In our news segment that we used to do because Ed Sheeran was featured in this. But the premise of this movie is this guy gets hit by a car and he wakes up and nobody knows any of the Beatles music. He starts playing Yesterday on a very beautiful guitar and everyone's like, wow, it's an incredible song. He's like, yeah, it's Paul McCartney. He's like, who's that? And then he slowly realizes nobody knows who
0: the Beatles are. He lives in a world where the Beatles don't exist. Yep. And what does he do? What any sensible person does? Plagiarizes. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) See, I'm curious if he like, there's no way like, can you tell me a B-side off of Please Please Me? No. Exactly. So like, is he going just to do the hits, I assume?
0: Probably they mentioned yesterday they do hey Jude yep and at the end oh they there. Made,
1: they made a let me tell you hilarious joke where they all agreed when he was recording it it should be hey dude instead of hey Jude genius God I comedy it's so hard these days but these guys and when you involve Ed Sheeran in any project you know just the, the comedy gold just flows oh
0: and his just acting, like his too. rap
1: flows. <laughs> His beautiful rap flows that are featured so delicately and uh, p- passionately on every song that he does.
0: Oh. i me tell you what. I, I was hoping he would just have a small part in it, but based on this trailer, he actually has a big part. And that's really disappointing to hear because he's not an actor. But, John, he was in Game of Thrones. He was in it for, like, 30 seconds. Like... Just because you have a guest appearance on Game of Thrones doesn't mean you should be a top billing character in a movie. Like that's that's not the leap you make. Like if I were a professional actor, I'd be legitimately ticked off that somebody got to that got that role in that movie just based on their name alone.
1: They're just like, hmm, who's British? <laughs> who's a who's an acclaimed singer songwriter who's British? of all of them alive right now <laughs> yeah and Sheeran, yes that was our first choice
0: imagine if they had gotten one of the gallagher's from the oasis instead that would have been much better
1: you know what they sh- the movie should be about what this guy writes the songs right or he claims he wrote all these songs liam gallagher is his producer or he's a rival musician mm-hmm and the main character writes all the stories down. There are the songs down so he can remember and Liam Gallagher finds it and he's like, "Holy beep! This is incredible! Oh my God, I'd write music like this, and then he steals the songs and tries to make him his own. And yeah that that that's the plot line because Oasis wishes they were the Beatles.
0: Yes, that that honestly is a movie I much rather see,
1: right? Like I'd rather I... I hope the movie takes, like, a weird turn like that. Like, someone else knows, like, the songs, too. And it's like, why are you ripping off my songs? Mm -hmm. Although, probably, if he was in a car crash, the whole thing was imagined in his head as a coma. And he wakes up and...
0: Well, that's the other thing, too. I feel like this movie, like, based on what we see in the trailer anyway, is going to pull exactly that. He's going to wake up, and it was all a dream. But it'll be interesting, too, to see,
1: like how music is reflected in this world. Because in the trailer, they're like, oh, wow, Coldplay's best song was Fix You or something like that, right? Right. So, like, the Beatles have obviously influenced countless of musicians, and I think there wouldn't be a lot of bands today if it weren't for them and the way they shape the pop music. So, like, how does Coldplay's Fix You fit in, you know what I mean? Like, how does the influence of the Beatles not exist, but still all the music that came out
0: came out Adam, you're too smart for this movie. That's what it is.
1: I feel like like we wouldn't have British invasion if there weren't any Beatles, so like no would like how would that work? or maybe we would' have had something else, but it
0: would have been different
1: right? well, at least we don't at least in this timeline, the Aerosmith version of Come Together doesn't exist, so I think that's oh, a dance we hope. can all agree on that.
0: one would hope.
1: Well technically Paul McCartney wasn't there to write it.
0: Ooh. That's true. That's very, very true. Yeah, no, this this movie does not look good. I know it's directed by Danny Boyle and he's done some good stuff, but no thanks. No thanks. I will be gladly skipping that movie. Like,
1: I know Beatles songs and I know the lyrics, but like if you put a gun to my head and told me sing all the songs to the lyrics to yesterday, like, I don't remember all of them. <laughs> you know, so like, is this guy gonna fudge them up and be like yesterday? I went to the beach and ate some lays. <laughs> like, is he can like, and people are like, wow, it's genius. Like, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, no, you're probably right. There's probably going to be a lot of jokes like that.
1: Yeah, and there's going to be a moment where like he goes into a record studio, and it's going to be like a cameo of Ringo Starr mm-hmm. as a music producer, and he's going to be like. Wow, these songs will never get written and played on the radio. Mm. Like they did in uh, Bohemian Mm -hmm. Rhapsody with Mike Myers.
0: Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Hey, audience, pay attention to this. Remember references. (laughs) Yeah, that'll definitely happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, not looking forward to that.
1: You know what I am looking forward to, though? What? Talking about two albums today. What? Because, you know, Valentine's Day comes, there's pairs, two Two people. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: that, 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 that was quite good there, Stretch Armstrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a good segue,
0: Paul Bart. It's deep. And uh, which one do you want to talk about first? I say let's do LCD Sound System first.
1: Okay, yeah. So we're going to talk about LCD Sound System, their newest live album, which is Electric Lady Studios? Sessions. <laughs> Electric, Electric Lady, Lady Sessions.
0: sessions.
1: <laughs> Clearly. Electric Lady
0: Studios uh, sounds like a band name. I'm pretty sure that's right.
1: Name. Jimi Hendrix like recorded stuff, right? Yes. Was that mm-hmm. the place in um, oh, what's that movie with Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings? Oh, Nick and Nora's Infants playlist. Yes. And like she like her dad worked for like Electric Lady Studios, and they're like. Wow, look, it's Greta Van Fleet. I mean, Led Zeppelin's guitar or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, it's been such a long time since I've seen that movie. Honestly, I kind of forgot about that movie until you mentioned it.
1: Where's Fluffy? That was the band <laughs> they were looking for. The joke was they were playing a secret show. Oh, so yeah, where, that's right. Where is Fluffy? I don't know. Yeah, that's and After true. all that, you don't get to hear one song they played. <laughs> Pitchfork would give Where's Fluffy a 5.5. 5. <laughs> no, 5.6. anthony fantano would give them a four (laughs) probably he'd wear the red flannel for that one
0: yeah i think he would too
1: and rolling stone would call it the greatest record of all time five stars (laughs) really changing the the music genre as a whole
0: Man, this coffee has got you on a roll, man. <laughs> I know. What
1: about AV Club? AV Club gets a like a B minus. <laughs> Consequence of sound gets a thought piece on it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I mean, but really surprisingly accurate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, so, LCD Sound System.
0: So LCD Sound System, for those who don't know, they're kind of a mixture of punk, dance, indie
1: electronica
0: fronted, electronica fronted by james murphy and they were a really highly acclaimed band for several albums there and then they broke up in 2011 they they did it
1: interestingly too because they put out three albums and then he said this is our last album together they went on
0: a huge tour sold out madison square garden yep. and then they came back two two three years ago um it's, yeah actually technically it'll be two years now well yeah. almost two years since their... September of 2017 yep.
1: with American Dream which is an album we talked about yeah and this is a live recording session at Electric Lady and there's songs featured from American Dream also from his other couple albums and yeah it's a live experience so John
0: what did you think of this album this album cements just how much in control james murphy is of his vision of lcd sound system when it's recorded on an album however it is a completely different ball game when it's performed live because here this really sounds like more of a band instead of a guy who front runs a band
1: it's interesting so I never expected LCD Sound System to get the acclaim or, like, the exclusivity that they have. I feel like it was always overhyped, even, like, sure, they're a big band and they mean a lot, but, like, the way they were marketing themselves and the, the shows they were playing and stuff, it, it seemed to make them, like, a bigger deal than they are kind of thing. But I feel like this album just kind of solidifies that, and it's just like, dang, these guys are really good, actually. When you think about everything and the type of music they're playing and the style, it definitely transitions differently than what they've recorded like on physical stuff. But I think it just makes it even better.
0: I think so, too, which is weird to say. Right. But like the band also kind of seems to have a bit more fun with some of the songs, adding in a little bit more, you know, surprise elements here. Like these aren't always just straight Uh, cover versions of what they do you know
1: no not at all there's definitely varieties to the instrumentation tempos and speeds and just ability to do cool stuff
0: i agree It, it felt like almost kind of rediscovering these songs for like the first time again yeah and it's a good mixture of songs too as well like this is definitely like the Kind of song order that you would like to see them perform live?
1: Yeah, it's about an hour and ten minutes, so it's definitely it feels like I've seen them
0: live now. Makes me wish I saw them live. All right, but they really don't tour, and if they're going to tour, they're not going to tour here. Although I think James Murphy is playing at Three Points in Miami uh, this weekend. So, but he's doing a DJ set. yeah, so.
1: I think it's one thing to, you know, sit in the studio where you have tons of equipment at your disposal and, you know, tons of influences that James Murphy has and just kind of, you know, play doctor and choose different parts and make this perfect song. But like, it's impossible to tour logically with all that. So I think stripping some of these songs down and picking the bare minimums and giving it to a band to replicate live is like the way they did. It was very cool.
0: It's much more of an oomph. With these songs. I
1: felt the impact of it. I did too. Like, I don't, like, those first, like, three songs when it opens and it gets into, um, uh, the, I think, American Dream or whatever. Like, you feel, like, how powerful it is.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really see a difference right off the bat. Get innocuous is a great song from the album. Well, was it the second one? Sound of Silver, right? Yeah. But on this one, it just adds something completely different I style of song and i think you know james murphy is you know he's kind of like this older hipster you know and i think he never really intended for this band to get as big and as acclaimed as they are oh no
1: he was i think he was influenced very highly by all the, the 70s and the 80s and kind of that glam and the electronic stuff and he probably made LCD sound system is more of a passion project than like I'm gonna really roll with this you know
0: and as someone who definitely grew up watching like punk shows at like some like rundown falling apart Trenton New Jersey venue yep this is as close as his sound I think has come to sounding like punk music yeah in some ways. and I really appreciated that about this was that that there is that crunchiness to it it really felt like more in your face than usually their music does which i appreciate it appreciated as well with this
1: yeah he sounded really good too
0: i agree and i vocals agree pretty, and stuff pretty much sounded like he does on the album yeah so yeah it's it was i was genuinely surprised by this because i thought like okay you know it's just them redoing their songs in a studio session and
1: right now you know, but they added whoop. different things and different elements to it
0: yeah, there was definitely a lot of energy behind this for something that could have easily just been like, eh, you know, we're obligated to do this or, eh, you know, we, we got to, you know, got to do something in between albums type of thing. No, this this is worth it if you're a fan of their other stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. If you're a fan of this, man, you will absolutely love this.
0: Yeah. And, and even if you're like, well, I'm so familiar with the original material. Why would I want to listen to it? Trust me, you should listen to this.
1: I agree. I think we can jump in agreed i think this is a great it's fun you definitely feel the impact more of all their songs and just the sounds and the instrumentation and the style is really really awesome and i'm i'm glad i listened to this little live album and i think this definitely deserves and own it
0: I'm gonna have to go with that too, sir. Wow. If this is put out on vinyl, which I don't think it is. It is. Oh, it is. I, oh. I
1: was looking on vinyl me please earlier and oh, it's on there. My
0: my mistake. Um, maybe I was looking at something else then. But I hearing that it is on vinyl is great because that album I think would sound really good on vinyl if it, you know, obviously is pressed really well. But yeah, it's one of those kind of things that like I know it's technically not a live album, but it has that Ferocity of a live album, mm-hmm. minus the screaming fans and all that kind of stuff. But I kind of equate it to—I'm not going to say it's exactly similar to it. But you ever hear the Who's live at Leeds, live at the Leeds? I've never listened to it. No. Holy cow! That's a, like an intense live album. Like the the Who just sound really, really loud on it. Hmm. It's a great live album. I—I I haven't listened to it on vinyl, but my uh, dad had uh, given it to me like he has it on cd and he was like here listen to this oh cool and it just kind of blew me away and this one kind of falls into that same category it just genuinely a really pleasant surprise and really one of those kind of session albums where like you felt like they had fun with it yeah whenever a band is having fun you're gonna have fun too
1: the energy is definitely palpable
0: oh yeah absolutely absolutely Really, really glad we we talked about this one because honestly, I might not have listened to it if we didn't plan to talk about it on the, on this show. And I'm glad I didn't miss this. Like, this is definitely worth it. It made me appreciate some of the songs off of the last album, American Dream, a lot more too. And to me, that's why this is a success and absolutely is a known it. Sweet. Yes, sir. So, I I heard <clears throat> I heard you wanted a hit album, Adam. Is, I? That, is, is, is that what you wanted you wanted a hit yeah so i'm curious to see if you think this album is a hit
1: i think it is
0: oh so who do we got up next here we've got
1: oh we got um bob mold and his new album called sunshine rock and bob mold is a guitarist and singer in the band husker do punk punk garage punk rock alternative band they're really fun -hmm. Like I think they're three piece, but yeah, this is his new solo album called Sunshine Rock.
0: And sunshine rock is (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
1: this is a very. It's almost I got not like Andrew WK vibes in like, the epicness of it, but it's like a really straightforward, very positive rock album. Yes, it's. For people who complain, they don't make rock music like they used to, this might be up your alley Mm. in some way. I feel like it's very traditional guitar, vocals, bass, drums kind of stuff. There's not anything experimental to it per se, but it's a very positive rock album.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but the guy in, who sings on this album, he sounds older, right?
1: Yeah, he's probably in his like late fifties.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I definitely got that like aging hipster vibe there, and I and I don't mean that in a negative way either, by the way, but I definitely got the sense that this is a guy who's just kind of an old pro at what he does, and this is a fun California rock album that very that is very very fitting to the title of Sunshine Rock because. This is bright. This is a beat. I don't think there's ever a moment where this album slows down.
1: No, not at all. And even if it does, the guitars just come like roaring back in.
0: Well, and and I really like the lyrical aspect here because, you know, the energy is great and I could vibe with it. But I felt like there were some songs where it's like, man, way to, way to hit a chord there, like... You know, just talking about getting older. And like,
1: and lo- random life advice and one random, of the songs. Yeah,
0: a lot of random life advice. It's like, advice. am I
1: listening to my mom here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, make sure you call your friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. Tell them
1: that you love them and tell yeah. your family. It's like, oh, wow. Thanks, Bob. Well, I and, appreciate And, it. like,
0: stuff about, like, discovering music for the first time and just, like, how you can never really truly discover music again. Yeah. It's just, and he, he was also talking about on one song. It's later on the album. He was basically saying like that there's way too much music out there to keep up with. And it's oh, like, yeah, that's our, that's our struggle every day. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, man, this guy is uh, really speaking to me. That's, uh, that's a little too real for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, was, I was definitely vibing with it. And this is put out by Merge Records. Yep. And this is very much a Merge Records album. Because it is definitely one of those kind of albums where it's crunchy. And it's got that indie vibe without being like too inaccessible by people who really don't typically normal like normally like indie music. And it's just in your face and very much upbeat and just yeah, it yeah. It sounded like it came from a garage. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much like a you highly produced garage. A highly produced garage. Yeah. Absolutely. I think ultimately you're gonna probably have liked this more than me. Because I think, it's not that it's disposable. I don't know if I'm going to come back to this a lot. Yeah, I mean, there are songs
1: and singles on it that are good, and there are some enjoyable moments on it. I don't know if I would spin this like everyday kind of thing, but it's I definitely liked listening to it and enjoyed it. And yeah. I really definitely need to listen to more Husker Do stuff because I've heard it's excellent. And I know like one or two songs, but I really need
0: to dive deeper into like that outlet. This is fluff. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with fluff. Yeah fluff is okay you know fluff is is maybe not something that's everlasting or really deep or really impactful but it does its job and you enjoy it while you're listening to it i mean that's that's exactly what this kind of album is it's just meant to be taken at face value and thankfully what's there at face value it's is good. enjoyable yeah yeah absolutely i mean i i, I was listening to it to adam and if I'm going to be kind of <laughs> honest with you here, it kind of made me feel a little bit old too. And I know that this guy's probably older than me, probably seen a lot more than I have, but this was like the first time where I was listening to like an indie rock record and I was like, this kind of feels old. And I don't necessarily mean that negatively. I just mean that like, this is old guy, garage rock. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's an older guy too, you know, and I'm sure he's been around the block and produced albums, you know, and wrote a bunch of stuff with Husker Du, you know. And,
0: and I guess what I'm saying is, is like this wouldn't appeal to a younger crowd. I think.
1: Well, you probably the more probably our age. I think yeah. this is aimed for kind of our age and older.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what I was trying to get. Like,
1: to. I don't think the the 20 year olds are going to be bopping this
0: one. No, no, and and that's what I was trying to get to. I I just wasn't. I was trying to hope meet you halfway there yeah you know like i'm not knocking him i'm not trying to be you know
1: no it's definitely a, it's, it's a very mature rock album
0: yes thank yes. you thank you thank you yeah yeah this isn't something where like you show it to a newbie uh of indie rock like, yeah you're trying to get them into it right like this is definitely for i would like, probably
1: show them husker do stuff before yes. i would show them this kind of the deeper cuts if you will uh,
0: exactly and i and i gotta check them out now too because i really have no reference point of husker do whatsoever yeah so i mean coming into this fresh i i was like oh sunshine rock I, I hope this is an upbeat album and i definitely got that like it sounds like a record that you would listen to with the car windows down yeah sun out beautiful day blasting the
1: windows yeah 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 Yeah, i think i would give this i'd I'd say download it
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, okay i'm right there okay i thought maybe you were gonna give it an own it i
1: i don't know it it's hard to say i I, he i've been looking on spotify and there's a lot of other soul albums he has so i'm curious to hear how those sound in retrospect to this one but I think this one, kind of like you were saying, it's really good. It's just like, I don't know how many times I would come back to it per se, but I would definitely wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad thing if I had it in my collection. So I would say download it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely right there with you. It's, it's, you know how sometimes like pop music is short, sweet, simple, right to the point, And it just hits that right moment when the sun is out. and got It definitely has a vibe vibes. to it. Yes definitely has a vibe to it which it sinks that i was listening to it while it's been all rainy out i know right but i i do think it's one i'll come back to over the summertime you know when i need that kind of um energy boost yeah definitely definitely that kind of album right there so but i'm glad i listened to it i'm not i'm not knocking it i'm just saying like this is definitely like for the old school indie fans i think i agree It's basically what i'm trying to say not your newer crowd you know, like you're trying to think what the newer crowd listens to when it comes to indie music. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, his acting's going to be so bad in that. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. It will be terrible. It, it will be so, so terrible. Hey, before we go here, did you see who they announced as the ambassadors of Record Store Day for this year? Oh, man, who? For once in my life... I can't wait. No, I need to do. um,
1: Oh, Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder. He's the veteran veteran of uh, record store
0: day. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Well, that's exciting. Like I, I I like Pearl Jam. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an expert on on their stuff but i i think 10 is as a great album i really like that i'm a lot I like lost dogs a lot and it'd be cool to see if they put out some kind of special pressing which i imagine they would for record store day because one year was run the jewels was that last year i think it was last year they put out like this yeah. gold box set you it was know. either
1: them or saint vincent last year
0: oh yeah that's right Saint Vincent. i forgot about that too yeah, I'm sure they'll put out some kind of pressing of some sort. Just hope it's not something like a picture disc. Really not a fan of those.
1: Yeah, that will sound good.
0: And I, I'm, I'm excited for this year too because I think, I think we might have some cool things on the docket. I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. it's been getting more and more popular as it goes along, and more and more bands want to be involved in it. I think, I think, uh, I think it'll be a really, really great time for uh, records on a record store day.
1: I'm excited. When is record store day?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I should know this. Oh, look at me, Adam. We beam. should we
1: should contact any veteran, the veterans of uh rock to figure out when in record store day is.
0: Oh I yeah, I got him on speed dial. I'll do that right now. Dick it it doop. Why is find
1: he a mixture it.
0: of Eddie Vedder and Jeff Daniels, or uh, Jeff Bridges?
1: Jeff, about I imagine he talks. <laughs> but no, for those of you who don't have your Eddie Vedder ears on, uh, Saturday, April 13th is Record Store Day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's coming up quick. I know, man. Ugh. John, I think I said this last year. And I think I said it maybe the year before, probably not, but we should get there earlier than we did last year.
0: (laughs) We just need to keep on getting there earlier and earlier. And it was funny because we did
1: get there earlier. Yes, we did. And we were waiting further back in line than we were the year before.
0: Exactly. It just gets more and more popular, sir. Yep. Or maybe we could just camp out. Oh, God. Our our significant others will let us do that, right? Oh,
1: totally. In in the name of records, yeah. (laughs) Totally i would love if i slept in a tent overnight <laughs> probably not even a tent right okay
0: yeah exactly you'd be sitting in like one of those lo- fold-out lawn chairs With cup holders
1: well we'll have to see what the list is this year and if any of it's worth it
0: i can't wait to get that list although my wallet can't wait oh
1: yeah my wallet's <laughs> like no i'm still please. recovering from last time please don't <laughs> no
0: oh man Good stuff, sir. Good stuff. Hey, man. Hopefully the sun will come out tomorrow just in time for the day after St. Valentine's Day and in time for the weekend. And folks, all you lovely folks out there, thank you for all the love you've been giving us on iTunes and all the other places you've been leaving reviews. We love you guys. Seriously, you are the best. You sure are. I have no idea what we're covering next week, so I can't give you a teaser, but I know that there's some good stuff dropping this Friday. Maybe we'll do Panda Bear next week. He came out previously on Friday, so we're a little bit behind on that. you know. But keep on giving us good recommendations. Shout out to our bo- buddy John, who's been a guest star previously on this show for our anniversary special. Go check it out if you haven't. He gave us a, a recommendation of doing more R&B, and I think he's right. We should do some more R&B. Mm-hmm. Can't forget about the R&B genre. Nope. No, we cannot. Well, I don't s- forget. <laughs> so, sir... It's been fun. It's been real. <clears throat> and, and, and I do agree with that reviewer. You do have a sexy voice.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: <laughs> and you can check out Adam's sexy voice <laughs> next time on Tuesday. That's right. Tuesdays and Thursdays here on G4D. Whoa, whoa, AKA... Wait, wait,
1: wait. Whoa. Or if you want to listen to my sexy voice any other time, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and G4DPodcast.com
0: nice
1: gfundpodcast.com by the fireplace play play this nasally
0: Jewish voice for your lover it will drive him wild let me tell you <laughs> what it, what what if the whole bit <clears> is you, you roll up into this studio you got like this fly outfit going on and then you get on the mic and you're like, Welcome to another episode.
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion.
0: Now I just sound like Gizzy's. i sorry. Yeah,
1: right? Oh, no. Ooh, I don't want to sound like him. It was gross. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. We love you. Have a great day.
0: G4D, aka Grounds for
1: Discussion. discussion. And we say Bye, bye,
0: bye, bye, bye. Caffeine induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast drop us a line at g 4 dpodcastgmailcom at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries
1: you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate it if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks